show for guys who know sports. Texarkana's longest-running sports talk show. With Zach and the Professor on 107.9, The Fan. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 1079. We have a weather update. Update number one. Supposed to rain again. Oh. It's coming down here any minute now. I thought it was tonight. I thought it was coming down at 5 o'clock. I I just got a thing. 5 o'clock. I thought it was just sprinkling right It's sprinkling, but that's rain. It's wet. Wet and nasty. Weather thing number two. Frigid. In the studio. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like I'm in the, at the Patterson Center. <laughs> so cold in here today. Really? If we, uh, uh, if we start chattering, you know what it is. That's all right. There's Good nothing but chattering comes out of here typically at 5 o'clock. For a guy that comes to us from down under. Yeah. I mean, that's our guy. Yeah. Our, our guy. He's our he's down under. My, my, my concern is... It's never warm enough. I'm not. F- you crank up the heat when you come down here. We have the typical struggle here at the uh, Tuscana Radio family of stations. It's a power struggle, is it's what it is. It's a power struggle. We've got management yeah. of both genders. And uh, so one would think that uh, the female gender would just be in charge. You know, you know when I used to have classrooms, I would, oh, yeah. I'd get the meanest girl. Yep. And put them in charge of the AC. Yep. And her work was final, and that way we didn't have to have discussions every day about the heating and cooling. Nobody's going to cross the meanest girl. No. No. I'm in a classroom where there's no control, so I don't have to worry about it. And no mean girls. No. Well, we, we, the lady that's in charge of the whole facilities, I, I guess, <laughs> makes that decision. So. But anyway, here at the Tushkana Radio family of stations, yes. We've got both male and female management, and so there is a ongoing struggle. We'll come in the studio at times, and uh, you know, last time Rick Minner was in here, we had to have the door open. I, I thought Coach was going to fall out. It was so hot in here that yeah. day. It was a good weight loss program. <laughs> I'm sure that's what he come thought. Come in for thought. an hour, lose a few yeah. pounds. But today, the uh, the ladies in the building are out at a remote. Right. They're working. They're working. In charge, not working, and uh, I still think there's times at night he's uh, renting the place out to a butcher shop, and uh, <laughs> they're hanging meat in here at night. But either way, it's chile. It's in the old studio. Yes, if we only had some ultra, if we had some ultra, <laughs> it, would it, would be perfect. <laughs> it would be a perfect temperature. Better presentation, yeah. <laughs> at least for us. For us Maybe. I, Better, but we didn't hear that much. Uh, you know, in the old day, uh, we had a, a buddy named Chris Ross. I remember him. Yeah. He was a fine-looking man. And occasionally, he would stop by with some Ultra. Every once in a while, you could count yes. on him to deliver a yeah. surprise. Now, they were more about wrapping the studio. I liked free samples better. That was well, I like either. We haven't <laughs> seen either in so long. <laughs> He, well, I know where he is today. He's at the ball. I suspect he's got a bunch Evangel's in town. They moved that game from Louisiana up here to Texarkana. So you play in the rain? No, because actually John McClure and, and the crew, and I'll just say John McClure, has done such an amazing job of the field that it's in pristine shape right now, even with all the rain we had last week, yeah. and it's better than, than Evangel. Does Fincher not have a scrimmage today? That's why he's come on with us. Yeah, he's got uh, he's got uh, one on Thursday. Okay. He's got the 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 black and gold right. scrimmage Thursday afternoon, and I think they had a scrimmage last night. Okay. Now the big news in town tonight, which, which by the way you t- you teased, Pleasant yeah. Grove baseball coach Riley Fincher coming up at the bottom of the hour today. He will be on. We'll to tease about that. Well, we're teasing it. 
We're, t- we're teasing that thing. Should we tease coming- about that? I just did. Oh, okay. I teased it. All right. But the big news in town tonight, uh, obviously we've got some basketball still going on. Uh, I think uh, L.E. has a fairly big ball game this evening against Paris. Uh, where they are uh, hosting, I think, Paris this evening. Yeah, they're playing for for seeding. For second place. Yeah. Second place in district. Yes. Uh, now, is this the rematch tonight, uh, the big uh, brawl? Yes. Uh, uh, but that's down in Tyler. Yes. So it's not in town tonight. No. That's uh, Tyler High, formerly known as John Tyler. Yeah. With the visiting Texas High Tigers. Right, boys. Boys. Uh, the... Uh, Game formerly known as Pugilist, and yeah, yeah, but this not no, no families allowed in there, no parental units in that. Nobody's in there tonight. You know, that's the second one of those. It was one the other day. I heard I was reading Muscom and yeah. uh, Tatum. Yeah, yeah, had the same kind of problem. Yeah, and none that, of that. that's not even the big stuff either, though. Actually, the Texas High girls are in a, and, and Key Shooty's going to be calling the game at yes. six fifteen this after this evening. Against Tyler. Yes. Lady Tigers are in a spot right now where they win against Tyler and they get some help from Pine Tree to beat Marshall and Texas High's girls will get in with the fourth playoff spot. Which is big news. That is big news. news. That's biggie. Q shooting will bring you that right here soon. They got to get help and and they're fighting up. I mean, Tyler's above them, well above them. Pine Tree is last in the... They beat Longview the other night. Yeah, they did. Nice win against Longview the yes, other night. Yes, they did. Both sides, the guys yeah. and the girls. So now, of course, do we do the, the the reality of the guys win? What's the reality? Longview's six eight guy didn't play. Yeah. That helps. It yeah. helps when you beat guys. No, but you take a win where right. you get a win. Yeah. Yeah, That's a big win. win. Yeah. Can and he, Jacob Skinner's yeah, stuff. He deserves something good this year. Yeah. We're good like Skinner yeah. right now. Six eight guy can skip a game. He can skip our game. Yeah, skip that one. But they're big news tonight. I still haven't got to it. Oh, even bigger now. Well, there's big, big crosstown rivalry game tonight. Big doings. Big doings over there at uh, Harris Field on the campus of Liberty Island. Uh oh. Soccer, my friend. The crosstown rival, Pleasant Grove Hawks, take on uh, the Liberty Island Leopards tonight. All right. Soccer. This okay. Is big, big. And so uh, I just want Jordan Angel to know there's more to the soccer world than Wrexham. So uh, just put that up there for you, Jordan. If you're a PG soccer, seems like tonight you'd be over there in for the it. rain. Yeah, in the rain. In the rain. Yeah, which actually makes it soccer. Yes. Now it's legit. All we need is a little colder. Yeah, if it's a little colder, it'd be 30 degrees colder. Yeah. And rain, but then we're talking about Northeast Texas soccer turf over there at LA. Yeah, LA uh, guys are the girls. Boys, big, All right, uh, they've been put out a deal today. A new era begins. That's what LA's saying. A new era because traditionally that's a very one-sided rivalry. Well, I was about to say is has Liberty Alo's soccer program. I, I don't know. I, that's it's it's honestly a a sport I don't follow very closely, and B. You're right. Around here, Liberty Alo has struggled on the soccer yes. pitch, but in compared to PG and even to some their, of Texas uh, size. Their uh, post on the social media today says a new era begins. Really? So uh, they seem to be uh, confident that times are changing. Really? You get some move-ins. We got some Euro kids moving in. Uh, a couple of uh, Americans. Well, I don't know, but that's what they're claiming. Well, now I'm intrigued. Well, there you go, Bobby. Now, now I'm intrigued about what's going on. Yes, you you make me drive out there. Just out there, if I get out there, what time are they starting tonight? I don't know. Six. I don't think seven, seven thirty. I don't know. See, if I get out there and it's seven to nothing, and I get out of my car and it's yeah. two minutes in, I'm going to be pissed. I'm going to be like, "What? Be. You should be." Yeah. Really? I see. We haven't. Have we had a Liberty Alo soccer coach ever on here? I mean, they've pretty much avoided coming on the radio. Has Saran doing soccer too? I'm trying to think. I'm sure someone who at some point has had to coach soccer has been on with us. Yeah, but were they talking about soccer? (laughs) Or or was it an assistant baseball coach? No. You know, the the guy throwing out basketballs. 
This could be a different thing. Well, that's why I'm intrigued. Right. Normally, you're right. They don't talk it up that much. Yeah, if they're well, talking it up on social media, you look they, at the- they either A, they either A, let Earl Gill loose on social media again, and he's just posting crazy, or B, they know something the rest of us don't really know. And uh, yeah. It's a shame if it's raining, everybody's going to be inside watching Brewers <laughs> take on Paris. What's wrong with that? <laughs> well, it's the bigger game. And it is a big game. So, yeah. But it's not the start of a new era. It's not the start of a new era. No. But that's what the social media said. Oh, so it's going to end about now Lee tonight. There you go. I was not planning to go. And say, uh, what's Earl what's doesn't have any idea. That's he, soccer. He, doesn't he do the posting he, for about soccer are you kidding me <laughs> Earl's, not, Earl's not gonna know he knows less about soccer than I do wow. I'm pretty sure you're sure about that I don't know very much I'm betting he knows less soccer tomorrow morning on uh, Kirk and Company uh oh this uh, is a good program the girls, the girls soccer coach from Old Arkansas High is gonna be on with us so look forward to that really yeah. are they any good I don't know I'll find out tomorrow well, I mean she you're, agreed to come on is it it's a she? she. It is a she. She agreed to come on. Yes. Well, then she must not be. They must not be terrible. So anyway, it's not like over at PG where it's Andy Allen is the girls' coach, and I forget the lady's name. That's the boys' coach. Yeah, who is the what? Yeah, there's a lady. That really, is, uh, this yeah. is news. You, you ever heard this story? No. Yeah, um, she'll be uh, coaching tonight over, and I forget her name, but her husband's a football coach. Ah. And, and so, uh, you know, oftentimes when coaches hire, they hire a couple. They'll, they'll get two for one on the deal. Well, they'll get two for one. Pay for two. Pay for two. There's no two for one deal going on. Uh, I think that was the deal. Andy, longtime girls coach, I don't think, uh, you know, two or three times, I think he's been offered the boys' job, and his daughter's playing now, and so he's not interested. Oh, no, you don't change now. Yeah, and so he's had great success yes. as uh, the girls' soccer coach over there. Yes, so uh, no question. I think once last year, the year before, they were the number one ranked team in 4A for they were. a couple of weeks. Yeah, so. you're not leaving that. You don't want to from that. So anyway. You hire a football coach who's got a wife who coaches yeah. soccer. Guess what? You're the guy's soccer coach. So, by golly. Forget, wow. forget Wrexham. What you keep got? talking about Wrexham. Nobody well, cares about Wrexham. You didn't look at your Facebook today. I don't. I was at work all day. Well, I'm no Facebook and Jordan Angel was keeping us updated on the Wrexham game all day. Uh, why? And I keep thinking every time he says that, it's, you know, I'm supposed to have my guns up. Or I think he's saying Wrexham. <laughs> it's actually Wrexham. Yeah. The two movie stars, you know, they got that that ball club over there. Yeah, so they were all Ryan Reynolds, the deuce today, and uh, they had a chance to upset a team like three classes ahead of. Wasn't them. this the story we heard last yes. two? Weren't they right yeah. there and then blew it? Tottenham or Tootsie Roll or somebody, but they, they had them oh, down geez. in the ninety third minute or had third it, minute. Yeah, you know, extra time. Are you familiar with this? Uh, yeah, they had them down in extra time. <laughs> And I, and I think they had an on goal or something. <laughs> so they're basically shooting Deadpool 3. Is that what you're telling me? Because that's a train wreck most of the time, too. Just saying. They All right. Tell you what. Let's take a break. It's uh, 15-ish. Sports talk about I don't know. Not so much of that. Uh, you're a hater. Why? What? Well, it's... it's you know, just last week on Friday it was two three two three, Michael Jordan Day. Okay, but today it's two three two three. What? LeBron Day. Oh my God! I don't even. I have no idea what's may, going on. It may be. It's oh seven. What are you talking about? Two three. It's it's the seventh. Well, maybe we'll celebrate on uh, March six because we need what. We, we need Six tonight. <laughs> record holder. Okay. <laughs> I can't even. Here, this is so out. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, no. Need my wife for this. It's... Nope. All right. We're done. We're done with this segment. We'll come back. We got to take a break. We'll figure out shoes and toes and threes and sixes and whatever. Back in a minute. Leaving the yard. Zach and the professor on the fan. 1079. <laughs> 
Yesterday, we decided to walk to school. At the corner, we waited to cross the street. The stoplight counted down. 15, 14. 31? I mean, 13? We took a left on Carroll Garden Street. Garden Street? Loud music was coming from a car. Danny's a smart kid, but he gets so distracted. There were so many other sounds. I didn't know what to focus on. Danny, earth to Danny. Suddenly, he realized he forgot his homework again. I left my homework on the table. At the school steps, we hugged goodbye. I really hope he doesn't have another bad day at school today. When you can see learning and attention issues from their side, you can be on their side. That's why there's understood.org, a free online resource for the parents of the one in five kids with learning and attention issues. Get personalized recommendations, practical tips, daily access to experts, and more. Go from misunderstanding to understood.org. Brought to you by Understood and the Ad Council. Eighteen after five o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the professor on the fan one zero seven nine nine zero three seven three five nine nine zero five. Coming up in about uh, twelve minutes, Riley Fincher is going to join us, baseball coach over at Pleasant Grove. In an hour, Texas High basketball. The girls are at the Tiger Center. Take Tyler tonight. Playoff spot hangs in the balance for Texas High's girls. Uh, Brandon Lors, who's always smarter than we are. Uh, weighed in on the phone and uh, told us that uh, uh, on the Facebook told us that Macaramba Ronald is, is the uh, he's the LETV guy yeah he's teaching the young folk over there how to film nice and uh, do uh, television production in the age of streaming that's very important are you doing both these things at the same time I wonder he's got a headset on sideline yeah and instead yeah. of Talking to a coach in the booth, he's saying, "I need camera two on that left sideline." He's he's producing the videotaping of it. I'm not talking about him doing double duty. Oh. I'm talking about the soccer kids. Are they toting a camera oh, with them? No, that would be doing <laughs> double duty. Where Maybe. it's in their ears saying, "Yeah, veer to the right now. Pick up the midfielder." Yeah. Now zoom in yeah, and kick, score. Maybe he's mounting GoPros on all of them. Oh, now that would be better. Yeah. GoPros is see, the way to that. would that. be pretty cool. Yeah. That would be a presentation yeah. I'd like to see. Unless you lose. And then you you let Miss Woods over in the office uh, take care of the uh, – Really? Really? <laughs> the digital. All right, Mr. Watergate. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Bernstein, for Just making that little 50-year backward reference. If you have to. Right, Rosemary. All right. Um, either way, uh, that's the story there uh, happening on that tonight. But the, the real story tonight in the world of sports is will LeBron get 36 tonight? Uh, now, you're a Milwaukee Bucks fan. Oh, yeah. So would you rather him wait until the next game against the Bucks, where uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar started his career? It's true. Or would you rather get it tonight against OKC, who LeBron won his first title against? Where would you rather get the record? This game in Milwaukee or in... No, both... Both, both are in L.A., so Staples. he's in front of the home crowd. Home it doesn't crowd. matter. Tickets going 60 grand tonight. Oh, my God. If he <laughs> if he doesn't get it tonight, yeah. that'll be 100 grand. It could be. But the great news is if he gets it tonight, it's probably in the fourth quarter. And it's probably a meaningful basket. Against OKC? Yeah. This is this year's Lakers, Chuck. <laughs> yeah, but it's also this year's OKC. Yeah, but it's this year's Lakers. So, uh, I, I I think it would be cooler if it was if if Kareem's there both nights to, you know. You know, Kareem can be a little salty. He may not even uh, come back the next night. No, I know. I know he is. He I, may say, I'm, I'm good for one night. Uh, no, but, uh, let me know. He's a busy man. Yeah. I understand that. You would figure this would be the two occasions you make you make your schedule clear and you're there for both. Yeah. 
I think it would be a, a very nice uh, dynamic, good visual if it's against Milwaukee. I don't care anything about OKC. I don't care if LeBron got a championship there or not. I think the connection to to Lou Alcindor, I think uh, Milwaukee would be the preferred place. Now, how many years did Kareem play in the NBA as Lou Alcindor? Not very many. Did he win that title in Milwaukee as Lou Alcindor, or had he already... I think he was Lou Alcindor still. Okay. When he and Big O won that title? 71, I think he was still Lou. So... Technically, the record's held by two names. Well, sure. <laughs> See, sure. If you're Malone, Carl Malone should have got a lawyer years ago and said, hey. No. <laughs> no. You know, I, this and this countdown's been going on for a couple of weeks now. It has. About getting the scoring title. I don't even... Is it that... All-time leading score. I'm, I'm going to be the guy that goes, does anybody care? Well... Had he not, if it, at 38, if he wasn't putting up 30 a game, it might not be as impressive. If this is one of those deals where he's going to get 10 tonight and 12 next time and it's going to be sad. You know, remember Steve Carlton chasing 300? Yes, it was sad. It was ugly and yes. sad. And will he ever get another he deserved one? deserved better than how it ended. But this, I mean, the dude is putting up 30 a night. Yeah. For a bad team. For a bad team, it's but he's not still... not going to make the playoffs. He's still putting up 30 and nine. Okay. And because nobody around him can score. Do we think... When we first think about LeBron, is it his scoring we think about? Is it his scoring that we think about? I don't... I mean... What's well, the first thing? He doesn't when I think have, about Kobe Bryant, I think of the Mamba, cold-blooded score. Yeah, I think about... I think about turnaround jump shots. I think about our fadeaways. I think about... Yeah, uh, yeah. When I think Curry, of, I think about three point bombs. When I think about Jabbar, I think about Scott the hook shoot. I think about putting the ball in the basket. Yes. When you think about LeBron James, is that the first thing you think about? No, I think he's a whiner. <laughs> that's, I, I, that's where I end up going. Yeah. I always, I think he's an all around amazing ball player. I think his. We saw the, the the display the other day against the Celtics when he got foul going into what looked like the end of that game and should have gone to the line. And the display is a combination of he cares that much about winning that he doesn't mind looking stupid at 38 years old on a missed call. But he also perpetuates the reputation of being a baby. I I don't disagree that he doesn't whine for calls. uh, But I will say this. The dude makes people around him better. And that's what I think about LeBron James. Well, yeah, by default, you kind of have to be. He's getting attention where two or three defenders are moving toward him. You ought to be able to but, be better. We not, talked about Luka the other yeah. day. Is that a guy that's getting attention and somebody's getting open yeah. looks? Yes, it makes your teammates better. But you can be that guy and not be a great passer. LeBron's a great passer. No, well, sure he is. He's a distributor. No, I get it. Yeah. I'm not discount I'm not yeah. dis- I'm not disagreeing with any of that. And I'm not discounting the greatness of LeBron James. And when you ask when I think about first or I think about his scoring, I think he's an all around amazingly yes. talented guy. I, I think he's like the baseball four or five tool guy. You know, he just got Yeah, he's got everything. Yeah. That's what I think of when I, so for that guy to be the all time leading scorer, it kind of gives me pause. Why? Because that won't be how I remember LeBron James. Well, he hasn't been until now. Now he's going to be but, that guy. But that, I've never thought of him as that guy. Is he going to win the scoring title this year? I, I've never thought of him as that guy. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't there's, think that there's was been his guys. Thing. There's been guys in this league. Bob McAdoo used to be a guy that win a scoring title. Yes. That's who you thought of. When you go to the 70s, yeah. yes. Well, go later. You talk about Bernard or, King. Bernard King. We've had guys that are professional scorers. Yes. That's not how I think about LeBron. I think about him getting the ball to guys around him. And, and I think part of that is because his game doesn't have a recognizable thing. No. It's not. There's not the hook. There's not the Giannis drive to the basket yeah. thing. There's not the Curry bomb. 
there's there's not yeah, you don't think of him as great ones move down yeah. low or you even, he's just so even, well versed in every part of it that there's not the go-to move that's lebron yeah there's just not even he scores going, from anywhere even going back to someone like a george gervin who was a scoring machine yes he was you you visualize George Gervin with his tricks around the basket and getting the ball in the basket. But Gervin didn't have the game that LeBron has. No. He was a score the end. Yes. He wasn't a great defender. He wasn't a great no. you know, rebounder. He was a scorer. This guy does all of it. He's a great passer. He's a great rebounder. He's a good defender. He's a ball he's a bull he's on the court. And that's what I think really sets him apart. Barkley was a bull. Barkley was tenacious, but he didn't stay in shape like LeBron. I know. I don't know if we've ever had anybody. And he stage. wasn't. He wasn't as great a rebounder. He wasn't as great so a passer. Is LeBron putting something on his Wheaties? No, I think he's physically gifted. I mean, we've talked before about could he play in the NFL as a tight end? You bet. Could he be the best soccer player in the world if he played? Yeah, he's physically so gifted then I don't think he has to artificially do anything. Even at, th- what is he, 38 now? 39? Yeah. Whatever he is. He's taking care of his body. His body's amazing. He can do things most other people can't. I, I, why, does he need to, why does he need to hype it with anything else? I don't think he needs to put anything on his Wheaties. Could he, He's could amazing he already. Could he a state championship coaching for a baseball? At what? Could LeBron win a state championship coaching for a baseball sure cause the guy's coming up next yeah he has what are you trying to say LeBron or Finn alright we'll ask him we're gonna get him on here and we'll ask him you were LeBron we'll see what Fincher yeah. says like, we've asked Fincher. him before about about him or Zach Fowler yeah. and of course he's got a man crush on Fowler well we all do yeah I know I didn't want to say it though We'll take a break. We're coming back. Pleasant Grove's baseball coach Riley Fincher is joining us next. Leaving the yard. Zach and the professor here on The Fan 1079. About 28 minutes till 6 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 1079. 20 years and still going strong. And we are joined today by he, – he's not quite 20 years. Not quite, but he's getting close. Riley Fincher, the uh, head coach of the Pleasant Grove Hawks baseball team, joining us live this afternoon. And uh, let me see if I make sure I got this right. There he is. It's good to hear from you again, Coach. Oh, I appreciate you having me on. It's good. It's always good talking to you guys because that means springtime's coming around and we're getting ready to play baseball. Well, you can talk to us anytime. You just have to be in spring. Absolutely. Absolutely. You have a standing invitation to always come on. I'll take it. I'll take that. Now, we, were, we were talking before we got you on the phone. We've been having this big thing about LeBron and about to, uh, to uh, take the scoring title of all time. And we were – Tony's asking – is he the greatest of all time? And he throws this at me. Could he coach a 4A baseball team and get a state championship? <laughs> I don't know if he's ever played the great game of baseball, but I know that uh, – I don't know if he's the greatest of all time. He's definitely great, but uh, anybody that's around my age and everything is always going to go with Jordan. No, we weren't talking. No, no, no. no. Could he do what you do? Could LeBron do what I do? Yeah. I, I don't know if he's a baseball guy. I don't know if he's a baseball guy. We'll just say he's a – And I think. No, no. Just right. right. No, he's he, he's a fan of whoever's winning. If you baseball, <laughs> he, he jumps around. Well, he's a Cowboy fan of football, so that's not the case in football. 
you're exactly right on that. That's, right. A, that's a sensitive subject. All you do, Riley, is say you're darn right he can't coach a 4A baseball team. <laughs> that's exactly right. Are you excited about New yeah, Year starting? Yeah, yeah, we definitely are. We uh, we definitely are. We got a, a good group of young men out here. You know, we're last night in our scrimmage uh, in Atlanta. We we started uh, four freshmen, two sophomores, two juniors, and a senior. So we've got a wide range of uh, of young guys out here. But the best thing about them, you know, is they truly all get along with each other. And so it's it's you know it's been a short you know from the time we've been out here for two three weeks but it's very very enjoyable. This is a weird group. You don't normally I mean you you don't turn away freshmen certainly, but this is a larger group of underclassmen than I think you've ever had, isn't it? It is. It is. We, you know, in the past we've always had I say always, but it's it's not uncommon for us to have one freshman who starts for us and makes an impact, but to have out there last night was something that you know I'm not sure anybody thought that uh, around here would happen but we've had a scrimmage last Saturday and a scrimmage last night and the best thing we can say about those men is they look like they belonged out there um, so that was huge for them and their confidence now you had a longer off season than you normally have wow. at Pleasant Grove uh, unfortunately early exit to the playoffs last year you you don't normally have that, and you've had a little more time to digest how that works. And I I know when when we were all together and we had the run going down there year after year after year, it was weird and disappointing to not get to play on the last day of the season, whether it was you win a championship or not to get knocked out a little bit early. How's it been for you having to digest a little bit earlier exit than you had planned for, and what does that redo renew in you about this year? Yeah, you know, it was, uh, you know, last year was definitely something that no one around here expected. Uh, you know, and it all starts with me, uh, you know, in, in charge of the program, so it all falls on me. So, you know, definitely did a lot of uh, looking at myself in the mirror, self-scouting myself and seeing some stuff we needed to change, you know, and how we need to approach the game better, how we need to just attack the game. And, uh, you know, uh, we've talked about it a lot uh, this year with our with our players and, so far, so good. It's early, but uh, like I said, the guys are responding uh, extremely well. When you said you self-examined, I, uh, give me a little insight here. What did you come up with as you went back through and kind of said, "All right, what can we do different?" I think uh, you know it, it all starts on the mound. You know, it, it all starts on the mound. So we kind of uh, went back, and not to say we haven't had a lot of emphasis in our pitching because our pitching here has been phenomenal you know over the years it's been phenomenal but we're going to we made a decision that you know our our best players are going to have to pitch you know uh you know all of our two-way guys you know we've had them in the past a couple of them do that but if you look right now um in our scrimmages we've had five or six guys who have thrown for us on the mound that are going to start for us in the field so it's taking a, you know, we're putting a lot on those guys' shoulders that way, but it's something if we want to uh, go as far as we expect to, that those guys are going to have to uh, step up in that role. Now, you've only got the one senior, but the one senior is pretty good. He uh, sat a letter of intent the other day for Texas Tech. Is, is one of those kids that's going to have to pitch for you some? And if not, what do you expect out of him his senior year? Uh, he's someone that um, if he does pitch, it'll be in the late innings. Um, but what we expect out of him is just is, is to lead this team in, in the way that uh, you know he's expected as a guy who started for three years, and um, he's he's going to play it short. He's going to play it second. He's going to play it third. Uh, he's going to hit somewhere at the top of our order. But the best thing we can say about him in JM is he he's a gym rat on this field. He's he's one of the most advanced hitters uh, we've had in this program as far as understanding everything about hitting, and he's never satisfied. And so, you know, we expect uh, a huge year out of him, and he'll tell you the exact same thing. Does it help having Perlman back around? It is. It's help is 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 
it's not the right word. Uh, it's it's a blessing to have Joe around here. You know, anybody that's familiar with our program knows the impact he made as a player. Uh, you know, started four years for us. Just one of the the best insiders to be here, and just the game of baseball, how much knowledge he has, and you know, we've uh, given him a lot on his plate this year as a coach, uh, as far as you know, uh, the pre-practice, the uh, the pre-game, uh, the routine. We've kind of changed some stuff up, and you know, he's he's not afraid. Anybody that knows Joe, he knows he's not afraid to give his opinion, but he's very knowledgeable. He he studies that stuff. He he studies what makes players uh, improve. So just having him is, is huge. And he, he knows me. He knows exactly how we want our program to look. And it's, you know, it's something that, say, if I'm not there, we can turn it over to him and this thing is going to run as smooth as ever. Riley Finch, you're joining us, the uh, head coach of the Pleasant Grove Hawk baseball team. When you talk about problem, he was one of those guys that was able to play infield, but yet if you needed a hand in the ball, he could go get you as many innings as you needed. You're exactly right. And he's talked about that with these players. He's talked about it. Um, his junior year, uh, his, no, his, no, his senior year, uh, when we were, you know, we were able to go to Austin, you know, I don't think he pitched much the whole year until we get in the playoffs and had a couple guys struggle a little bit. And he basically looked at me and he goes, give me the ball, I can do it. And he's, he's told people and he'll tell our players, he's like, hey, I wasn't the best guy on the mound as a pitcher he goes but I got up there and competed and I challenged the hitters and that's what you know he stressed to our two-way guys and uh so far so good it's worked out in our scrimmages yeah and threw a no hitter which, which, which isn't a bad way to say I can throw not not at all that was a pretty good one in Pittsburgh yeah, you're not kidding so I still have that picture sitting on my uh, on my bookshelf at home uh that, that that was awesome. Yeah, uh, the the preseason rankings, which we're all not big huge fans of, but you, it's something to talk about. They got you at number ten. Um, this this region, as I looked at it again this afternoon, looks like it's a little softer than it normally is, except for Salina, who we got a chance to see when we called Ellie uh, baseball last year in the playoffs. They just look like a beast last year. They basically return everything from a team last year that made its way to the state semifinal. A- am I right about the district's yeah. not great in the middle? If you, I mean, excuse me, the region's not just great with powerhouses, but that these guys may just be phenomenal. I think if you look at the teams, you know, you know, they moved a lot of teams over, you know, from our region to region three. But I think, uh, you know, I've talked to Coach Fowler about this extensively. Um, you know, between us, Liberty Allo, uh, it's going to be, you know, how it's been forever. You know, it's going to be uh, just great games and battles. And then you throw in, you know, the guys in Lamar County and North Lamar with what they have returning on the mound with those three teams. You know, we know that it's going to be every time we step on the field uh, in our district is going to be a challenge with those three guys. And we've talked about it all the time. But I think, with you know, with the likes of Spring Hill uh, and Kilgore and some other teams who moved over, uh, and the other one, everybody just kind of looks at it and goes, well, you know, Salina has all these guys returning, but that's the great thing about this game of baseball, you know. It doesn't matter who's returning, who's doing what, what's done in the past, it's all right. No, it's right now, it's today, and so, you know, we're as excited as anybody to get started. That was a, that was an interesting answer, I'm going to be honest with you. You, you. you kind of moved me around away from Salina, like we're not that worried about Salina. Well, you know, to be honest, you know, to be honest with you, you know, I've talked to Coach Fowler about them, and I know they're talented. I know the arms they have is is unbelievable. But you know, like we've talked about in the past, our focus is on us right now. And if you know, if we're fortunate enough to play those guys, it'll be in four or five months. But you know, we know we've got a, a tough schedule ahead of us this year with our our tournament schedules, uh, uh, our district schedules, and and all that entails. So you know, our main focus is going to be on us early on to see how well we can improve every day. This year, uh, he'll, he's starting for us right now in center field. Uh, Brenton is a you know he's he started the last two years for us uh, uh, in field. He's been at short and second, played some third, but we've uh, we've transitioned him uh, to center field this year, and he is he stepped in just amazing for us. He's flawless out there, just an unbelievable athlete that and he's been a pro for us too. So. 
he's going to be someone that is going to be entrenched in center field and he's going to pitch for us. And he threw last night in the scrimmage and, and, and in his fashion just got up there and just kind of, here it is. I'm coming at you. See if you can hit it. And, you know, we're excited about him. No doubt about it. You know, we all know inside that locker room or in that dugout, you're looking for kids who actually will kind of take control of this team. You know, we had this conversation with John McClure last week over at Texas High because he's got a pretty young ball club. Is that one of the things you're really looking at early on as you head to these tournaments over the next couple of weeks of, am I going to see some young guys who are going to kind of take this thing? Or is this really a a JM and Brenton kind of thing and, and we're relying on them to be the leaders on this team? No, that's the you know they're they are leaders you know and, and we stress to them to lead by because they're familiar with the, the program and everything. But our younger guys aren't uh, they're not shy they're not shy at all. You know you have Jarrett Halter who's uh, you know last year as a freshman kind of struggled a little bit at the plate but played you know tremendous for us in the field and uh, he pitched for us extremely well and he's kind of for lack of a better term kind of out of his shell you know and uh, the work he's put in the off season and, and the confidence he has. And, the the leadership he's showing uh, and vocal leadership, and then our freshmen, you know, they're they're not. I guess I, I guess we're saying they're not intimidated. They feel like they belong because of the talent they have and and the work they put in. So it's a good group. It, it really is truly a good group, and it's a good group that I think is going to be uh, exciting to watch. You you picked three tournaments to play in this year: White House, Lufkin, and uh, and Hallsville. What did you like about those three when they uh, started talking about you guys want to come play in our tournament? Well, the first one in White House, it's a it's it's brand new to us. It's it's uh it's it's a brand new tournament. Uh, they asked us to come down there to it. Told us the teams that are in it some uh, some good five and six A teams that we've never played before. So that's just an opportunity to see these uh, these young men out there compete in a, a different atmosphere. It could be a place we play in the playoffs as well. Uh, and then our Lufkin tournament, uh, you know, I worked down there a long time ago with their head coach, and that tournament is a it's a phenomenal tournament with it's it's very top heavy with five uh, A talent with College Station is in it, uh, Lufkin's in it, a Concordia uh, uh, Lutheran is in it, uh, the state champion out of Taps. So just to see the explosive arms that we'll see in that one is good. And then the Hallsville tournament, uh, just to kind of get back uh, closer here to East Texas, and Hall's always, you know, going to be extremely well. Uh, and I think we're playing Hallsville, Lindell, uh, uh, and Pine Tree in there. So just a chance to see some good quality teams before we get uh, started playing around here is, uh, is our main focus. And also we're um, – all three of those tournaments will be on turf, so hopefully we get all all those games in as well. Coach, I'm getting moved over there in my neighborhood. Uh, are, are you sentimental about what may be your last season at the old ballpark? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's you know, it's it's a special place over here. There's no doubt about it. You know, with the, everything that's happened over here, um, just the, the beauty of it with the trees and everything. But you know something new and shiny is that you know we're excited for that to be able to you know when athletic period or school's out that we can walk right across and and get there and play and you know with the plans that uh the school district has drawn up for it we we expect it to be one of the top facilities in the state of texas and so to have something on campus that our players will will be able to showcase to not only the community but to uh uh their friends at school and everything is something that we're going to take a lot of pride in. Coach, you got to drive half your roster over there to the old field. <laughs> you know, you, you say that, and it's kind of funny because last night we scrimmaged Atlanta, and we get back about 9.15 or 9.30, and I look up, and all the freshmen are sitting here, and I'm like, I said, are y'all not going home or waiting on a ride? And I was like, oh, just didn't think about it. didn't cross my mind and everything, but – it's just, uh, yeah, it's definitely, uh, they're definitely younger than we're used to. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you guys have one more round, it looks like, for uh, they, they do realignment again. This is a second year of playing three times against district opponents. You, you had a chance at it last year. What do you think? You like it or no? I do like it. I do like it a lot. Um, I, 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 you know, one from where we are up here in the corner, it is hard to find a lot of non-district games. 
but two, um, it, 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 there's at the end of it uh, in 15 games, there's there's no question who the champion is, who's second, who third is, because everybody's playing each other three times. Somebody's going to hold a tiebreaker over their opponent whenever they play. So and you can and if you you can treat it uh, like a playoff series, you know. Although they're spread out, you know, you're going to face a team in the playoffs three times if it goes that long, and how you're going to handle those situations. So I definitely like it. Uh, I like all the aspects of it. You know, there's some there's some stuff that we've talked about changing, whether we're going to play around Robin and play everybody spread out or play them once and then, then we'll come back a second time and play them on Tuesday and Friday. But uh, as of right now, it's going to stick with the 15 games. And this year we're doing something different with it. Instead of starting the Tuesday before our third tournament, we're going to actually start the Tuesday after our third tournament which is going to force us to play a Saturday game, uh, our district schedule. So it'll be a Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, Tuesday, which is really going to put the emphasis on uh, on our arms and pitching and make us, you know, make sure we have enough arms to compete uh, in our district schedule and, and in the playoffs. Are you going to be like Fowler, just get your recliner and send the dog out the whole game? <laughs> I don't think he's sitting in his recliner. I think, you know, he's moving all over the place. But, no, I'll, I'll still be in the third-base box. I, I enjoy it. I enjoy the, you know, the, the decisions, the quick decisions that have to be made and, and everything. And, you know, I'm, I'm still close enough to our guys in our dugout that if we need to talk to them about any situation, we can walk over there and talk to them. So, I'll stay out there as long as I can hold up. Yeah, and, and Fowler's not in the recliner. He's in the rocking chair now since he's got that new baby to keep up with. Uh, yeah, he is, you know, and I've talked to him, you know, about that and, you know, the sleep aspect. I don't know if he's going to – how much sleep he's going to have. He's none, none. You know, he's, yeah, but he's uh, he, he's excited for his season as well. You know, it's uh, that's a great thing about this area in Texarkana. Uh, when, when all the local teams are good, just the excitement uh, in this area is it's awesome. And the communities all get around these young men. Thing. All right, black gold game next uh, what Thursday the sixteenth? Next Thursday, yes. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so who's coaching? You're coaching one team. We're gonna. Well, what what we've done in the past is kind of let some of our kids split up and draft. Okay. Uh, this year, this year we're going to have it's going to be a, uh, almost an alumni. It's going to be Joe Perlman versus Hart. Uh, oh, Hart. Nice. They'll draft. They'll draft their teams. They'll put together their lineups, and they'll get after it. And you know, we'll be out there as umpires, and uh, those two guys will get after it, and we'll have a little something on the line for them. So it'll be a—it's just a fun way to kind of end up our scrimmage season. But the kids get to see who's on what team and draft and go after it. So, all right, so we started a while ago. All right, la- last question. I got to let you go. So we're, we're doing the—we're doing the Grove Alumni Draft. None of your current kids. Riley Fincher's got the first pick in the draft. Who are you taking? Oh, man. Players that have played in the past? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's tough. I know. You we don't get easy questions. You let him You let you. That is, I mean, golly, it's hard to go against Perlman, and then you got in 2017, I don't know if anyone's put together a year that Caleb did in 2017. Exactly. At the plate and on the mound. Yeah. I mean, that was right. That was a special season. Those two, those two young men right there would be that'd be a hard choice. But no, the amount of talent that's come through this place is uh, it's a uh, it's it's a special place. Which one? I gotta have a pick. <laughs> on the clock, Fincher. Right. Who is it? Hold on, hold on, let me hold on. Let me look. Let me see. If someone fl- can hear me. You're flipping a coin. I, I'm. I, I can't say I wouldn't go against 2017 Caleb Bowman. He had 560 and won 14 games. Yes. I mean, duh. That's who you that's take. A, you don't believe Perlman doesn't hear that, though. No, he, he, he doesn't. He okay. doesn't. <laughs> Riley, it's great talking to you again. Can't wait to see you. And uh, thanks for coming on. It's always fun visiting. Absolutely. Appreciate you guys, and thank you very much. You bet. Take it easy now. All right. All right. Bye bye. There you go. Riley Fincher, head coach of the Hawks. We'll take a break. We're going to come right back. Short time out. We'll come right back for the last uh, couple minutes leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on The Fan 1079.
say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment in only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Prepare for the future and reach your full potential at Liberty ILO ISD. At Liberty ILO, our educators will assist your child to become a college graduate and or career ready. We believe a safe and secure environment provides the peace of mind necessary for the pursuit of excellence. Our school environment gives our students and staff the freedom to pursue and achieve the highest levels of performance. As we say at Liberty ILO, leopard pride never dies. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with the doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from American Cancer Society. On time here, about a minute left before we got to uh, bail out for today. A reminder: Keith Shooty's coming up with Jack Martin in uh, about twenty minutes. They'll uh, bring you pregame Texas High versus Tyler girls basketball over at Tiger Center. Tigers win, and they get some help from uh, Pine Tree, and they can beat Marshall. Then the Tigers will get in the playoffs as the number four seed. Don't forget uh, Kirk and Company tomorrow morning. Arkansas High girls soccer coach will join us. We'll be talking some. Uh, pitch for the young ladies coming up there you go got all that anything else uh, got 30 seconds i'm still taking walking <laughs> <laughs> that's whatever <laughs> you can say that that's fine whatever bolden had a phenomenal year phenomenal year yeah. and, and i don't shortstop too. i don't disagree with with michael on the mound yeah but if i had the first pick taking the two-way so, i'm taking so Zach Fowler that question. Does he take himself or does he take Middlebrooks? Oh, he takes himself. <laughs> is there any question? I'm just saying. You take yourself. <laughs> now the question is, yes, yes, Craig Jones. Does he take Cal or WT? <laughs> There's your question. We gotta take uh we gotta take off. We're getting out of the way here. Key Shooty coming up a little bit with uh, basketball. Final game for the girls in the regular season for Texas High. You want to tune in for that. We're done for today. Appreciate Riley Fincher joining us. Back tomorrow, 5 o'clock. We'll do it again. Here on Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan, 107.9.